Uh, hey, one night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you up at night. Whether it's sinking, uh, physical sensations, feelings, external noises, disruptions in your routine, uh, something you're, you know, say you're going on vacation, whatever it is, coming back from vacation. But whatever it is, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. And the way I'm going to do is I'm going to use a I'm gonna send my voice across the deep dark night here. And I'm going to send my intention to put you to sleep. And I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, languid pace. Uh, other, you know, we got this new thesaurus. So, uh, you know, uh, books with books with words, uh, synonyms, ant- I may use antonyms. Uh, oh, definitely homonyms, uh, phonemes. You know, I, I may even raise your phoneme awareness. Uh, I mean, the ridiculous thing is, I, I have no like uh, you. Like this is when my brain. There's uh, literally sometimes my life is like Homer Simpson. I literally just. I'm not kidding. A door just closed in my brain, and someone walked out, and they said, "You lost me at uh, whatever came before homonym." And then I said, wait, was it antonym? I said, okay, we know. Okay, thesaurus, that's the book with the word, you know. So we got that. And then the other one was easy, like word book. We know that one. And then we said, yeah, I don't know what the first and antonym. Um, and antonym, that's the opposite. And then homonym, okay, so I said, you're right. Can, can you come back? I may need you, though, because I, I don't know which part of my brain just took off. So, hey, come on back. Uh, but the whole the whole idea of the show is is to take your mind off. So, so what I'm gonna do here, I'm gonna use it, I'm gonna go into an intro. And for a lot of people, the intro is the show, you know. So I make a a disjointed metaphor, thesaurus used to, and uh, I could imagine people are lying in bed wondering if I if I, I, I the only problem with it is is this is a faux thesaurus faux thesaurus because if I had a real thesaurus one would be making all sorts of noise uh, two I'd be dropping it and bumping it into the mic and stuff so so but still picture me with the padded uh, the most luxurious I have this thesaurus in my hands right now. Uh, with a thick padded leather cover, luckily with the the back one, they designed it for me. It was believe it or not, I was in one of my trips to Westeros, where because they have this Roose Bolton, ruining Roose Bolton. Uh, I don't really talk about that until the end of the show, but uh, uh, spoiler: like a Roose Bolton, ruining Roose Bolton. If you don't listen to Game of Thrones, don't worry. This podcast should still put you to sleep before we even get to the Game of Thrones stuff. This isn't really even an inside joke, so uh, Roose Bolton's a character on Game of Thrones that I rude, R-U-E. Uh, he's rude, R-U-D-E. That's one of the reasons I rude him. Still ruining him, though. But I found this machine behind a dumpster where all great machine, you know, and then I did some tinkering, and it turns out this is a fantasy. I forgot what it's called. I, I named it. 
but it travels both fictions and fantasies, fans and fictions, transverse planes. Uh, George R. R. Martin has yet to find out about it, and I don't think Weiss and Benioff know about it either. I mean, they would probably just shrug. And I don't know what the Jet, who even the Jets quarterback is, so George R. R. could have his hands full anyway. But this machine, and you say, well, you might not believe this, you know, this is me, this is who I am. It, it travels to Westeros, uh, believe it or not, uh, powered by some sort of magic. Uh, and my ruin of Bruce Bolton is the energy that, and, and they say, well, geez, what about Ramsey? That's Roos's son. And he's, you know, I don't rue him because ruing, uh, I don't have, you know, this pad at the source. I don't really have time to look up an alternate. Uh, meaning, because Rue more captures the emotion. It's it's a like Rue is like a little bit different for me than pity, because it has a little little Schadenfreude in there. Or is it Zeitgeist? No, I think it's Schadenfreude. Well, maybe not. It's like uh, yeah, I almost feel I almost pity Rue, uh, but I so strongly want to pity him. I don't know. I guess, oh boy, over-explaining. That's another thing I do on this podcast. Uh, getting lost while over-explaining. Especially, you see, geez, Scooch, you were in the middle. You were going, I know, it was like I was, I'm like the kid that runs towards the wrong goalpost basket. Goal runs from third base to second base. Actually, my mom is speaking of talking about all over the boat. We were talking about sports, and she said, "Remember when you were one year you played little league, and you were literally picking up picking clovers in the outfield?" And yeah, that was at a you know. I said, "Thanks, mom. Thanks, thanks a lot." Yep, that's yes, yes, yeah, that was me. I think it was preceded by those coaches. They didn't like you, did they? And I said, "But so I'll go. I'll go off topic." Uh, you get lost in my thoughts. I have a perfectly, you know, good podcast. They'd say, you know, one one highly recommend. Like, let's see, we got 99% Invisible. You know, they would talk about the original design of the thesaurus. We got our friends over at Criminal. They would say, well, geez, there was once this great thesaurus. And then there was this couple, uh, these, these thesaurus collectors. And then... You know, there was this uh, motor, what it was called, a mo- there'd be a mo-, mo, not a moped, but the other thing that goes faster than a moped, but it's not a motorcycle. Uh, that might be a moped. And then that thesaurus was gone. And then, th- and then so that would be criminal. Mystery show, you know, somebody say, you know, I had this thesaurus that had a glove on the back because that's what I was going to say before my brain went, you know, a hay- I guess haywire. Hey, weird, I guess would be the correct term. Uh, but on this podcast, I said, well, geez, we have a perfectly good metaphor. Let's disjoint that thing. Like, kind of like I'm like a furniture craftsman. Yeah, I just mispronounced it correctly. I'm a furniture craftsman uh, with words. I didn't even need a thesaurus for that because it's a, I don't think that's technically a word or a thing. Uh, because story is my furniture in disjoint, you know, it is just, just, just you know, <laughs> oh boy, this is this, and this is if you're, you're new here, this is a hundred percent. This is this is a pure, unadulterated dose of what the podcast is like. You know, you get a tiny bit of glee, you have something to distract. You say, okay, I see, and your brain says, well, I think I see where he's going with that. Uh, the source, didn't he say it had a nice leather cover? 
Thick padding. Okay, that's some rich imagery he's dropping on us. Uh, pages made from the finest. Uh, and then that's when, that's when, right there, see, did you catch that pause? Uh, that's like the secret sauce in the podcast. And, and believe it or not, say, well, is that attention? Is that brilliance or misfiring neurons? My, my, it's just my neurons misfire at the exact right time to put people to sleep. It's just, uh, it's, it's, it's the, the glove. Uh, this is the so this in this situation the so the source glove fits. I, I mean, I guess the original thing was I was going to say I went to Westeros. I got this the source with a glove on it, so I could look up words in a witty. You know, I was going to try to be witty. You know, because then I wouldn't have drawn. And I said, "Well, that'd be." Ri-. And I did say that, like that other person in my brain said, oh, "There'd be some good imagery." You know, get some tactile thesaurus imagery going, crack a few thesauri-related jokes. Uh, but I guess that wouldn't be my podcast. You say, good old neurons. I, mean, I know you can't hear it when I pat my neurons because, you know, they're covered in, you know, they think they're covered. They are. They have a sheath. I believe neurons have a sheath. Uh, I mean, most people's do. Mine don't. That's why they're able to misfire at such per- perfect times. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, I wish I had a nickname for my neurons because everything seems like nurnies. Ner- ner- I guess nurnies. This kind of doesn't sit there. Uh, it's all right for now. Thanks, nurnies. Okay, they just left too. So that's it. That's the podcast. The whole idea is I'm going to ramble. And rambles maybe a little bit, you know, like, uh, I'm just going to see where my brain takes us. How's that sound? But it, but it will have a structure like, and the whole reason behind the, 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 the loose structure, you know, like, like if I was building a house, just like the disjointed furniture, I, I might, may build one day, you know, before it falls apart, you say, well, that can't, you know, I can tell it's going to fall apart, but I can also tell what it is. So what I'll do is we're going to finish up this intro uh, then we just do a quick uh, housekeeping. Then I'm going to talk about this week's episode of Game of Thrones. Then I'm going to talk about stuff that came up in the episode that made me curious. Uh, then, thanks to the miracle of the Ruining Roose Bolton fan fiction fantasy time machine, it, it, can't, it had a better name once upon a time. Uh, but those neurons, they never came back. The, uh, the naming neurons. Alliteration neurons are still in there, apparently. <laughs> I'm a cra- I'm really cracking myself up tonight. I don't know why. I guess I'm in a good mood. But holy mackerel! Somebody make sure to email me and say, "Jeez, what?" Uh, so, but this this uh, this intro come out way after I recorded, but that's fine. You know, they say those happiness neurons were misfiring at just the right time too. Uh, but so, where was I? <laughs> So we'll, we'll have, because of the miracle of the fan fiction, fantasy fiction machine, we'll have a visit from Sir Tommen and Sir Pounce. Sat- sat- satirious uh, parody characters, uh, they have a vague similarity to other characters, but are not in any way fan, fan fiction uh, because, of the, because they're real, because of the ruining roost, because it's just cosmic stuff, uh, dark matter. Magic and ruin, a uh, special kind of ruin only I can do. The ruin I am doing will be my undoing, I guess. Um, 
and then we'll talk to the, we'll have a shout out, you know, I'll pray to the old gods and the new, uh, or speak with them as you, if you prefer. And then I'll say some thank yous and some good nights. So we'll be here. Uh, if you can fall asleep and drift off, the whole idea is it takes your mind off stuff. I bet you during that ramble, the people at the podcast drives crazy, stop playing it. So that's good. If you're still listening, you might be skeptical. You might be curious. And those are understandable reactions. Uh, but uh, ideally, you haven't thought about all that other stuff. So you can just kick back. You don't got to take me, you know, you, you don't got to take me seriously. You don't have to listen to me fully. You don't have to fall asleep. This isn't like a sleep uh, solution. It's just kind of, I call it a sleep offering. I'm going to ramble for about two hours total on Game of Thrones. And at any point, you can drift off. But if you can't sleep, I'll be here the whole time. But you don't, don't feel any pressure to stay awake and don't feel any pressure to sleep. That's the, that's the deal. I'll be here. I'll be giving it my best. I'll be giving it my all. Uh, but you just kick back. That's That's the deal. I'm glad you're here. I appreciate you stopping by. I really do. And I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So uh, let's let's keep moving. Uh, housekeeping. I want to thank Carl W. who edited this episode. Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful podcast who does the theme music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on my honor, on my artwork or our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann, the mystery bard on the lullabies. You can commission a song from him at jonathanmann.net. Uh, for, you know, Father's Day's coming up, hintity hint. I want to thank, who else do I want to thank? Oh, our moderators over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. That's a listener's Facebook group. And it's moderated over there by Laura, Wadley, uh, Jennifer B., Julie C., Summer, and Sarah. And then we there's a re- subreddit over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash reddit. Uh, latitude, uh, F Taco Choice. Reach out to me if you're still uh, active over there. Uh, because I'm just trying to, uh, figure out how to handle that. But that, that's, there's other people that are, uh, posting. So that's at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash Reddit. And I believe that is it. And let's, uh, let's keep this train of moving. Uh, hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me. The podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest, and what I'm going to do. That was probably the most strung together. I don't usually string those two sentences or sentence fragments. Uh, if you love sentence fragments, you're going to love this podcast. I felt like a kid. that was just my rainbow reading rainbow book review imitation, but for a podcast. Why don't they do that for a podcast? I think I'm going to do that. Somebody remind me. It get, get, but anyway, what I'm going to do is create. Let me. I'll come back to that silly stuff. What I'm going to do is create a safe place uh, where you can set aside whatever is keeping you up at night. Where you can breathe. Where you can sink into your bed. And ideally where your worries in the day and the future and the past can drip away <laughs> or drift away, which is what I meant to say. But, you know, if it drips away, at least as long as it's dripping metaphorically, it's not a problem, right? It's that non-metaphorical dripping, you know, you, want out of, you don't want it anywhere in your house, you know, even in your yard. 
I mean, in California, we got a drought, so it's like no, no dripping. Or, you know, if you're dripping, you know, you got to collect those drips. Uh, but this is a metaphorical drip. Uh, of all those anxieties, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night here. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, dripping meanders, drooping. Met- no doubt I got some drooping metaphors. And it, it just happens to rhyme, and that was accidental. I have uh, drooping metaphors and droopy drawers. Uh, I know I'm always having to cinch my pants up. I, I, may, I may be wasteless uh, or hipless. I guess I maybe I'm, maybe I'm hipless. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess when I got some part of my brain that's already judging. I say, what are you, wasteless or hipless? I don't understand why your drawers are dripping. They say, no, 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 they're not dripping. They're drooping. I don't know why I'm having trouble with those word mangling. That's another thing we do on this podcast. Well, that's not quite word mangling. I think I might have used something earlier. That was a more apt description. Word smushing. No, when you mix up drip and droop, uh, I guess you just got problems. They say, well, maybe you should start sleeping with the Oxford uh, Dictionary under your pillow and uh, maybe that'll help. I, I, you know what? I'll be, be honest with you. I don't think it will. Uh, plus, I got enough books to get scattered around my bed area and my, you know, my. So anyway, if you're new here, if you if you're first time here, your fiftieth time here, anything under your three hundredth time here, well, I mean, welcome to everybody. But you know, let me just try to or de- dis- disorient you, uh, orient you on the disorientation. Uh, it's a podcast to take your mind off of stuff, uh, uh, to distract you, ideally, so you, you know, I don't even need to escort you, uh, but you like, you're almost like your intentional drip away, I guess like a dripping of a candle, because uh, that's actually somewhere between the metaphorical drip and the liquid drip in the right temperature room, you know, the candle drips and then it dries on its way down, uh, so... I guess kind of like this This metaphor is coming to a dro- his drooping like my drawers more than dripping. A droopy metaphors, did I say that already? I did, I did, I did, I did say that. Uh, when you, what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to be lighthearted. I'm going to tell a story here coming up in a few minutes, but I'll get through this intro first. It'll take me a little while, clearly, you know, because my grasp of the English language is drippy and droopy. And if I had any more, you know, if I had a better grasp, I'd say, you know, it's also del- delirious, uh, de- de- del- deleterious or some whatever, one of those words. Uh, it, it could be a little bit delectable. You know, if you're, if you're tired, I, I do try to make it, you know, I don't know, not quite delightful, but I guess they say mildly delectable. You say, well, you can't, you know, if it's delectable, it can't be mildly delectable, Scoots. And I would say you're so right, but in this case, I'm also, I guess I don't even need to be right. I'm mildly correct, too, most of the time. And they say, okay, just give, they say, great, just give, you know, just kick back. That's the whole idea of the podcast. I'm going to take your mind off of stuff. You could start paying attention, but you say, well, okay, let me just, let me just lay this on you. Those mass market crackers. There's a, there's a words that haven't been used together, like in such an aggressive way. You say, oh boy, Scoots is getting on his soapbox. He's going to go on a mass market cracker tirade. But I say most of those mass market crackers, you say they're mildly delectable. 
I mean, let's not argue. I'm sure you've got people in the, I don't want to get, you know, I definitely don't want to get in any trouble here, but I find those golden circular crackers, I guess I could call those delectable at certain moments. And then you have the square, uh, more cracky, you know, even crackier, drier ones. And I, I can't, I'd say with some, you know, with the right, with the right uh, topping, those could be delectable as a delivery system. But otherwise, you know, they're a bit dry. The golden ones could be dry too, but I guess they, they have some delectability to them. But I would say because it's a mass market cracker, I'm, I'm not sure what's delivering the, the delectability. You know, I, I, there's a part of me. Yeah, are you, I'm a mass market cracker conspiracy theorist for sure. I mean, listeners from other countries, I don't know, tell tell me the truth. Like, does your country have more, do, is that it for crackers in this country? Uh, the mass market crackers, you got the circle one or the other one. And then otherwise you go on to, well, you, what are you going to get, a stone ground cracker? You're, oh, wow, fan, fancy you. I mean, is that it? Is, it, is our country come to that, uh, that, uh, I guess it's been that way since I've been alive. You say, well, yeah, you're either, the, you're either putting on the cracker or you're dry as that cracker is it i mean i'm i guess i'm as i'm trying to buy time here for my brain to catch up is there any more or though i mean she's talk about it it's not a conspiracy we have ourselves a cracker a cracker market's corner to get alliterative about it maybe i could write that book I mean, no uh uh, like, I don't want to use any of the names of the companies. I don't know why I'm paranoid. I, I've insulted so many companies, uh, or mildly insulted. But Scoots, he's, he's afraid of the great crack, great cracker company conspiracy. What did I say? Cornering the cracker market. Uh, Scoots, Scoots on business, cornering the cracker market. How two crackers took over the world. You get Gladwell on the phone. Holy cow. We got your, uh, maybe Friedman. Anybody see if they could get Friedman on the phone or maybe even, uh, Kai Ristol cornering the cracker, mar- cracker market. How two cracker crackers changed history. And then you say for the worse, that, that would be, that's why, well, we can't sell it now. Scoots They say, okay. Let's just go with the first one, cornering the cracker market, how two crackers change the world. And they say, okay, what sources do you have? But they say, well, I can't think of any other. I can think of a lot of other crackers. You know, you got water crackers, your stone ground crackers, your circular dry cracker. Okay, I guess that's it. Like Graham, I mean, that's a candy or, or a dessert or graham. Graham-based crackers, not actually a cracker. Uh, but am I missing? Oh, wait, okay, I just saw, a th- okay, I see a third cracker now in my brain. The elves make that cracker. It comes in waxed paper. And that cracker is actually a hybrid, I'd say, of the uh, the super dry cracker and the golden circular cracker because that's a light yellowish near gold, but that's the one that comes in the uh, rectangles that you can break into four smaller rectangles. So now I'm mixed up. I can't believe I had three. Is am I right or have I combined? So do we? We have a nation where you can choose between three crackers. But yeah, we got. To, I can't think of any other crackers, and I can't think of actually the name of that. So I might be just combining the dry cracker 
Am I right? There's like a cracker that starts with an S. That's the super dry one. And I think that's a square cracker. I think. Maybe I'm wrong. And then we have the cracker that starts with an R. Putting it on. When you go, you will know where your cracker sits. It's the round cracker because you're putting it on. And then there's the third middle cracker, the double rectangle cracker. Green box, I think a green box it comes in. Okay, so anyway, let me get back to the podcast, because if you're new here, that's it. That's the podcast in a nutshell. In a cra- in the cracker, and they have a cracker aisle. What the hell, why the hell did you bother? We really have three choices. Uh, for a home cracker use, now let me just hold the phone before everybody starts uh, jerking their knees. Of course, if you're going to someone's house, you're going to buy the crackers that cost extra $2 a box. You know, the ones with the farmhouse on there. Or, you know, with poppy seeds or whatever. But, you know, if you're going home cracker usage, regular, well, I think at this point, dietitians would, would say, if, you're, if you have daily cracker use, holy cow, uh, you know, that's, I, I, I guess I don't know. I don't know the nutritional value of a cracker. And that's not even nutritional. I think I just said nuge, nuge. Oh boy. So this is the podcast. So, so, so here's a couple of things you might've learned if you're new here. One, don't got to take me seriously. Don't really got to listen to me. Podcasts can have tangents like that. I, I sat down to record the podcast. I did not even have crackers on the brain and we didn't even, you know, go into like other cracker cheese, crack cheese based crackers where the cheese is part of the cracker or cheese flavor. That doesn't count. These are uh, non-flavored crackers. And then you get into those orange crackers that you say, what in the heck? You know, and those are still around. I bought some the other day. And they said, hey, honey, this these will be great for you for snack, you know. Uh, look at look at how, how good your dad turned out eating those super orange crackers. But so that's the podcast. It's a little bit of a tangent. You say, okay, it's, he's talking. It's it's like yeah, better, and, it, and it, I would posit, I would challenge like well, the whole time I was thinking about the podcast, it's like he kind of had a point, and but tomorrow you'll be like, uh, "Hey, honey, what was Scoots talking about? Was he? He seemed mildly irritated. He didn't seem irritated, but he, you know, how he gets. So he said, oh, I know how he gets, dear. Well, what was he? What was he getting like that about? Remember one time he, I think it was dish soap, and another time it was half and half. What was it? I, I don't know. I don't know what it was, dear. I think it might have been, was it Was it Wonder Bread? And they say, oh, no, no, he, he tries not to use brands anymore because he's worried about, the, oh, maybe it was a bread-based conspiracy. Uh, yeah, honey, that sounds, it doesn't sound right, but, uh, oh, how rested are we? Oh, yeah, it's, it's a great day today. That's how the podcast, ideally, hey, I'm, I'm back. That was a fake uh, testimony, fomonial. Uh, but ideally, that's how a podcast will go for you. Don't get take me seriously. You don't really have to listen, but you don't have to fall asleep. I'll be here the rest of the time for the show, another 40, 45 minutes, giving it my all uh, to take your mind off the stuff. Uh, so you're under no pressure to listen, no pressure to fall asleep. Just an offering in the deep, dark night. Hopefully, you drift off. Hopefully, you sink in. Hopefully, the past, the future, 
and anything else that may be weighing on you or or distracting you or outside noises, changes, whatever it is. I hope that drips and droops away. And I hope I can help with that. Because uh, I really yearn to help you fall asleep. I appreciate you stopping by. All right. Let's get on with the show. Uh, housekeeping. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who does the theme music and who edited this episode. I want to thank uh, Scotty and Jennifer on our honor on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann over at JonathanMann.net. If you want to commission a song from him, he does the lullabies. Uh, we have a Facebook group over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. And I want to thank uh, Lydle I, uh, Julie C., Jennifer B., Laura, and then our twoest, newest uh, moderators, which won't be getting credit because they kind of they deserve because they kind of rotate how I do the intros. But this might be the soonest intro, but the newest moderators, Sarah and Summer. So thank you all. The, the Facebook group says sleepingpodcast.com slash now. It's just a place for listeners to gather, make friends, talk about sleep stuff if you're up. Or just say, hey, what do you think about cat pictures? Are you one of the, or what about puppy pictures? And they say, well, that's a poll. Let's, let's poll it. And I'll tell you, it's a hundred percent cuteness. There you go. So, and then we have a subreddit, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash reddit. And you see Joe hanging out over there a lot. So I want to thank Joe and I want to thank Latitude, who's the moderator at the subreddit. And that's it. Let's get on with the show. Hey, you're only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do as a bedtime story. What's the other one? Hey, are you only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? I wonder if that pathway is now worn in. I'm not sure. Uh, but it is time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it as a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's thinking, feeling, sensing, outside noises, inside noises, uh, anything, change in schedule, routine, temperature, uh, you just had a bad day, or as I tell people, sometimes it's just baffling. Say, I don't, I, I don't know why I can't sleep tonight. Just can't fall asleep. Uh, but whatever it is, I think a lot of us that listen to the show, or myself that makes it, or a lot of the people in my brain that live in my brain, we can relate. Uh, and that's why I do the show. I send my voice across the deep dark night because I mean it, because that's how it feels to me a lot of the times. The night feels deep and it feels dark uh, when you're sitting there. And your wheels are spinning and you can't, you know, and you can't get comfortable and you just, you, there's a path you go down. And it's a path of thoughts and, and emotions and it's a, it's a path in the deep dark night. And I guess I try to send my voice across it to say, hey, it, it, come over here. It's a little bit less dark over here. Would you believe that the forest of the deep dark night is right on the edge of the silly forest of Scooter's story swamp brain? And you say, okay, okay, I'm sorry, are you, you're, I think you're mixing up your metaphors. You're not just mixing them up. And I say, yeah, I think I may, I may be 
Like I said, this is more specific. I'm mixing up my story, my story, forest-based metaphors. Forest story-based metaphors. You're correct. You're correct. Uh, but it doesn't change the fact that it's actually factual, as uh, one of those musicals would say. Not sure which one of his Chitty Chitty Bang Bang or Snow, Snowy Poppins. <laughs> Snowy Poppins. Uh, talk about mix, mixing up my uh, musicals. Uh, but so you, you get this deep forest of the deep dark night, but right on the edge of it is Scooter's forest of silly stuff, we'll say, to make it easier, less mixed up. And I said, my voice, I say, hey, come on over. Just take that path there. I know it's dark. I know it's one of those, you see, and I know the forest is populated by uh, nocturnal creatures that talk in versions of your own voice or voices from your past and your future, and it can be a little bit overwhelming because uh, I've been in that forest. But if you follow my voice here, I just keep following. You'll be in this, this forest. It doesn't look that different than the deep, dark night. And actually, overhead, over both these woods are the deep. It is nighttime, but my forest is a little bit deep. It's it's a little bit it's, it's a little bit less deep, a little bit less dark, and uh, definitely not. Dan- I mean, I guess maybe dense in another way, but not as dense as that forest. So just keep coming. Uh, just keep walking that path, and I'll just keep talking because I'll, I'll be creating the forest as you step into it with my. Uh, um, you know, talking, I'll be narrating the forest. There's a, uh, a tree. That's the tree god of our forest. Also George R. R. Martin's entire universe. We call him Barky around these parts. Uh, friend of tree beard, friend of, uh, uh Groot, but also, uh, you know, a tree in its own right. Uh, Barky, uh, I guess I didn't realize it, but yes, come on into our forest. You're welcome here. And I'm do this is the forest. I, I can't, I can't keep up with your walking and narrating, but that's fine. Just keep walking anyway. In fact, if you stop walking, you're going to notice this is the first forest with a hundred percent organic moving trails, just like at the airport. Our trails are, we call them flowing trails here, you know, trademarked patent pending. This whole forest is patent pending. But, uh, yeah, you just flow along here. And as I, as I talk, I'm going to, I'm going to tell, I'm going to do a little bit more of this intro, mix up some more metaphors. I'll uh, use lulling, soothing tones. These there's some pointless meanders, even though this is a flowing trail. But you're going to notice this is you're out of the deep, dark forest here. And you can lie down. Actually, in this path, actually, it looks like dirt, but it's actually a molded uh, foam base. Uh, with, uh, you know, stuff, you know, the sleep stuff in there. So you could go, you can even lie down. Or those stumps, those are soft stumps, believe it or not. There's a soft, sleepable stump, a patent pending as well. And over there, you're going to see some moss. And you say, well, I don't know about sleep. Oh, this is marvelous moss here in my my little forest. Yeah, this is not even a forest of feelings, like the Care Bears lived in the forest of feelings. This is a forest of... Uh, of fumbles so you so you just kick back and relax and i'll just keep talking i'm going to go into the story and i'll be here like an hour now if you're new here and you just stumbled your way you found your way to this podcast or into my story story swamp that's actually we're currently is a you know woods it's a metaphor metaphorical woods uh however you ended up here uh welcome one 
And two, it's like a, clearly if you're listening, you say, well, I can kind of listen to Scoots and, and you can listen to me instead of thinking or instead of wandering in the deep, dark night. And maybe even if you're in the deep, dark night, you could just stay there and listen. You say, well, it's uh, maybe I can make the night feel a little bit less cold or a little bit less foreboding and take some of the the pressure off of you to find your way. And you just lie down because actually I'm, I'm, I'm doing one of those overlaps. So now both forests are overlapped on one of another. And I'm moving the transparency bars so that they're transparent. So, And now I'm waving my hand magically over the invisible magical screen. And so the transparency has reached into four dimensions. And so now we're both in the deep dark night and the story swamp, which is actually, and then we're also in the scooters, you know, fun time forest. I think that's what I should have called it the first time. Uh, but scooters, fun time forest, not too much fun though. Because more, almost near fun, sorry, because we don't want to have too much fun, you know, because I'm going to just kind of take your attention, but you can drift off whenever you wish. Uh, but I'll be here the full, full time of a full hour, giving it my all. That's to kind of take your mind off of stuff. So if you you can fall asleep whenever you want, you don't have to fall asleep. There's no should. This isn't a tested scientific method where it's like, oh, you should fall. You should have fallen asleep. Uh, no, this is like a night offering. And you say, well, turn it on, uh, give it a listen, chill out, uh, kick back. Maybe some people even turn it down so they can barely hear my voice. Uh, some people listen to episodes all night, and some people listen to one episode in chunks. And so, you know, whatever works for you. Uh, the main thing is here, I want to be your companion, your boyfriend, your nighttime stel- storyteller or steli teller. Say, what's a steli teller? Well, it's a, when I get mixed up in the middle of a talking sentence, or your sentence of talking. I call it a steli teller, but that's kind of what it is. I'm not quite a storyteller. I'm a steli teller. Like, uh, I, can, I guess maybe that is because it's something twilight mixed with something deep, dark night, mixed with something silly. And, and I guess as heartfelt as I can make it, it is, this is as the best attention as I can muster, is to just distract you and, and to say, okay, well, I'm not going to think about that other stuff. And you don't even have to choose. You could just kind of listen. You don't have to say, I'm not thinking about that anymore. You could just kind of listen to me, and then ideally my words and my and my voice kind of drift away from you as well. And you're curled up on that patent-pended marvelous moss uh, available 2017 um, from, you know, what, hopefully a company that I own, you know, that's just not ripping me off. Because then I'll have to say, you know, marvelous moss is a rip-off. You know, I don't want to do that. So you curl up there. And I'll, I'll just be here. I'll just be here talking. That's the whole idea of the podcast. If this, you know, if this, you're new here, give it a couple tries. This podcast does not work for everybody. Uh, but I hope it works for you. I appreciate you stopping by. And if you're skeptical because you heard about it from a friend or you read about it somewhere, you just searched and it came up, yeah, it's a little bit different, a little bit goofy. We'll, we'll use that word. Uh, more goofy than guru. I guess, I, yeah, and a lot of times they say more, way more goo and roo. I have a lot of goo and I have a lot of roo. I have actually both kinds of roo, too. The R-U-E and the R-R-R-O. I think there was a song, Pickles or something, it's roo. 
So, yeah, R-O-O, that's a silly word. You say, Roo, I think, except for kangaroos. I'd say, well, it's not silly. It's my last name. And I'm say, I say, I'm sorry. Uh, excuse me. But it is, you know, it, it sounds silly. Not, it's not a judgment thing. It's Roo. Anyway, so they just lost all the, can, you know, all the kangaroo, all the kangaroos that used to listen to this part, of, you know, holy marsupial. I'd say, you know, like maybe this podcast is a bit like one of those pouches at the imaginary version because they hear, from what I hear about the actual marsupial pouches, you say, well, I probably wouldn't want to go into one. But the more plush-based marsupials, uh, they say, I could hop in one of those for sure. Uh, so, yeah, fantastical marsupials. Uh, no, not quite. They could, you know, come to uh, Scoot's Depot where you can pick up your marvelous moss whatever we called those logs, lovely logs in your plush uh, marsupial pouches to sleep in. So that's it. I, I'm glad you're here, and I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Uh, housekeeping. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who does the music and did the, edited this episode. Check out his podcast, Sounds Like an Earful. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our honor on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on the lullabies. You can commission Jonathan for your own song over at jonathanmann.net. We've got a Facebook group at sleepingpodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank our moderators, uh, Sarah and Summer, Laura and Lida, uh, Julie and Jennifer. And that's where all listeners uh, can hang out and talk. And then I want to thank... Uh, uh, subreddit at sleepingpodcast.com slash reddit. There's a latitude and, uh, and Joe are over there hanging out. And I think that's it. Let's get on with the show. I hear you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. All you need to do is get in bed, turn... <laughs> is, uh, I said that twice in a row. The old bra- brain hiccup. I don't know if I've... That's another technique I use. I'll get to that. I mean, but all you need to do is... I guess maybe I have to do it a third time because now I have to find my way back. Brain, um, lost in my own brain. And I think that's a common thing. But all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night. Whether it's thinking, getting lost in your own thoughts, uh, or your feelings, or physical sensations, or outside noises, the events of today, yesterday, or tomorrow, uh, any stuff like packing type stuff, or anything along those lines. I'm going to try to take your mind off them. Use lulling, soothing tones. Maybe even some tunes. I don't sing sing because it wakes people up, but uh, I could tune my throat. And uh, that's cool. this is early in the podcast. I don't even know. That was a brain hiccup. It said, hey, just do this. And you can't see this because it's a podcast, but I was tuning my throat. Like it was, I'm still doing this motion. You can probably sense it, uh, but I'm pretending my neck is a guitar fret. Is that what they're called? Or head? Tuning my throat. So the podcast, a little bit like in you know, somebody like Neil Young, like an acoustic guitar. And you're saying, 
Gotta get this note right, note right. So the podcast can be a little bit silly, but not, you know, not traditionally hilarious. Uh, uh, but in a little bit, I guess uh, to me it doesn't seem absurd. You know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm the type of man that tunes his own throat. I don't do. They say, what what is it about Scoots? Does he toot his own horn? No, he's the kind of guy that tunes his own throat. And I guess wherever in the world you are, maybe that's a colloquialism somewhere or a colloquial, colloquial, local saying. Uh, but everywhere else, you'd kind of be like, tunes his own throat. Is that the same thing as toots his own horn? No. Does it have to do with what I think it has to do? No. Okay, good. Tunes his own throat. Well, it actually might. For Scoots, it might. Uh, that other thing you're thinking about. Uh, but let's move. But tunes his own throat it actually is a literal thing. Well, for Scoots, he actually thinks he's tuning his own throat. And I can hear the music people say, well, actually, those are two different. Uh, I say, yeah, I'm doing a double. I'm, I'm an advanced uh, throat tuner. I wonder if, I mean, this is an honest question. It comes up, do throat, do throat singers tune their throats? Uh, even pretend, if we have a throat singer, I don't even know. Is that what they're called, the throat singers? I I hope, to, to goodness, because it could mean bad news for my brain, but I could have sworn that was a YouTube thing a couple of years ago where that was going around, throat singers or on Facebook or something. Okay, that gap of silence was my, you know, des- that was des- that was a gap of desperation of like, please, don't let me have imagined all these YouTube throat singers. And I guess this is how the podcast works. I guess I got to keep going with this throat tuning and singing because I can picture in my mind, and this isn't meant to be pejorative, this is really what I'm picturing in my mind, is some young Amish, uh, like a group of Amish uh, children or middle schoolers and some sort of YouTube video doing throat singing, which I can't even, I can't explain it because I, I think I even, maybe I tuned that part out. I did, did also, I did some brain tuning. But I think it's some sort of, you know, glottal, glottal whatever that guttural, not guttural, glottal, the other one. Sounds like guttural, glottal, but that doesn't sound like a word. That sounds like a made-up word. This podcast can get a little glottal, though. Uh, but they make these deep throat sounds. I'm touch- Now I'm touching my throat just for effect. Actually, this could be like the, uh, what are those things called? Re- maybe, my, maybe I have a reed instrument in here. I may have swallowed a, a woodwind. What are those things called? A reed from a woodwind. I remember music class? It, it took me a while to get the understanding between brass and woodwind. He said, but that has brass on it. I remember every music teacher didn't, and I wasn't trying to be funny. Again, that's another thing about this podcast. Sometimes when I'm just being myself, people think it's funny. Then that's fine. I don't think it's laughing at me. It's laughing because, you know, because of the way I said, you seriously teach. That's brass. It's not a woodwind. And they said, well, it has a reed, so it's a woodwind. And he said, well, we'll just call it a re- like a brass, reed brass or something. And he said, thousands of years. If, if, and I said, I'm just telling you it's confusing. For, from my perspective, that's brass. Those are brass. So it's a brass. And then you say it's a woodwind. Those are wood. And they use wind. I can see that. But that's brass. It's a brass wind. 
or reedwind. Just call them all reedwinds, because re- no offense, teach. I don't think reed reeds and woods wood are the same thing. And it's yet another. I, I, I honestly think I have to make amends to every person I encountered between the age of uh, birth. Well, I guess every oh boy, but definitely in school. I'm thinking of this poor teacher, this high school music teacher. And now that I've been out in the real world, I say this: these are saints, these high school music teachers. And then, or the various middle of grammar school, then having to listen to somebody like me. And from the teacher's perspective, they say, who the heck is this? Who does this kid think he is? And I'd say, you know, if I could go back in time now, I'd say, I don't think I'm the town fool. But I guess this is the kind of questions the town, questions the town fool would ask, Alex, for a 300. Uh, why the hell would you call it a reed? Why don't you call it a reed brass? What is, why, why wouldn't you call it a reed I don't know, actually, I guess... Uh, Reed brass. What what a what's the town fool would call woodwind? But one woodwind that's made of brass. That was a Jeopardy reference for everybody. That's uh, under I don't know under when when do people when Jeopardy's still in the air though? But I don't think those are it's a show where they anyway not important. If you're new here, welcome. I went off the rails real quick there. Went you know right into. I don't even know how many different mental tangents. I did have a couple mental hiccups. Yeah, but this is kind of how this podcast works. Believe it or not, tonight's episode is about be about Game of Thrones, which I mean, they have woodwinds in there. They have, I don't know if they have any brass, but they t- they may have. I don't know if they're stringed instruments. I didn't get a good. I don't always get a good look if they're tunable. Presumably they are. Presumably they have some sort of piping. And so I would say technically it's a woodwind because it's wind and it's made of wood. And I and honestly, I would say there's probably a reed in there. Or if not, they're doing you know some sort of reed-like thing with their tongue to make it into it. So there you go. So that it is a Game of Thrones podcast. If you don't watch Game of Thrones, you should be all right because I'll finish out this intro do some housekeeping. Then we'll talk about the episode, but I'll talk about it in kind of aloof uh a vanilla way. We'll get into some details. So if you're looking to avoid spoilers, you might want to avoid the episode until you watch it. Then we'll talk about some facts that came up in the episode. Those will probably be even more spoiler laden. Uh, but it, it'll be like stuff like, uh, I think, I don't know, but it'll be stuff like, huh, you know, what is manganese or something? I don't know. You know, and then I say, oh, it's a, uh, and then we'll have a visit from Tom and Sir Pounce, our good friends, uh, from the world of uh, satirical parody tribute, and then I'll talk to the old gods in the new. Uh, but basically, this and I'll posit this. I love using that word "posit" once every few. You know, I'll posit you this. While the whole time I was just rambling about reeds and woodwinds, did you think about all the other stuff that w- was on your mind, or or did did it distract you? You may have already started to drift off into sleep, ideally. But that's the whole idea of the podcast. You don't really have to take me that seriously. Uh, clearly, there's very few people that would call themselves the town fool with pride, but I guess I do. Uh, that That's what works about this podcast is, like, I'm 33. Okay, let's say let's be honest, 34. Okay, let's be more honest, 51% town fool. 
I'm not all, I guess that maybe if I say I'm not all the town fool, I guess that proves probably that I ain't. But anyway, I said 51%. Eventually, I got to that number. And I think that's one thing that works about Spectre. She's, hey, well, I don't have to take him. Like he, and I said, yeah, hey, honestly, this is the kind of stuff that gets on my mind is the freaking brass. I still don't get it. It's it's not a woodwind. I'm sorry. And I can, I know there's probably people out there that are like, this is just a construct of your mind, Scoots. There are no brass, mate. And I say, okay, well, I guess it was my imagination. I guess I was just picking an argument then. And those teachers are already on my mind. So, so we'll deal with it one day. You know, I could, I'll put it off. So, you know, but hopefully one day I'll deal with it. Oh, boy. Uh, but this idea it takes your mind off stuff. You're under no obligation to listen. You're on, also under no obligation or even assumption that you'll fall asleep. This is sleep offering, which kind of means put it on. Put it on before you go to bed while you're getting for bed. Getting for bed. It's, uh, I don't even know. You'll be getting ready for bed or you're in bed. You listen. And ideally, you drift away when, whenever you drift away. But if you can't sleep, I'll be here. These Game of Thrones uh, episodes are m- 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 giant, so I'll be here at least two hours uh, to, t- to keep you company in the deep, dark night, tonight or tomorrow night or both or, or the whole week. Or take your mind off of stuff while you're in traffic or trying to, you know, do laundry. Whatever it is, I'll be here. I'll be giving it my all. But the best way you give it all, but you're all, you don't give it. You just, you don't give it. You know, you just, just kick back. You know, maybe this gets, ideally it gets down to a biomechanical thing where I'm, my my voice just becomes a drone bouncing off your eardrums. Uh, but you don't need to be engaged, but if you can't sleep, I'll be here. So that's the thing. I, I really appreciate you stopping by. I know this is a strange idea. Maybe you heard about it from somebody. Maybe you just searched. You're having trouble getting to sleep. Maybe, you know, someone told you about it at work. Whatever it is, I appreciate you coming by. It takes some skepticism. There's so much uh, solutions out there. Uh, this is just an attempt. Uh, that's all it is. I hope it works for you. I appreciate your time. And I really uh, desire and yearn uh, to, to, to put you to sleep. So uh, that's it. Uh, housekeeping, I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful Podcast, who does our theme music, Carl W., who edited this edited this episode. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our, on our, on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. If you want to commission a song from him, he's at jonathanmann.net. Uh, listeners have a Facebook group over at sleepingmepodcast.com slash nods. Uh, the moderators right now are Laura, Julie C., Elida, Lai, and Jennifer B. And you can go over there and talk to other listeners and stuff. There's also listeners that have a subreddit over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash reddit. And I want to thank uh, Latitude and Joe F. over there, uh, keeping things going over on the subreddit. And I believe that's it. Let's get on to the show. I hate you all my tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep, well, welcome. If you have trouble staying asleep too, you're welcome. Because this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. 
And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you up at night, whether it's uh, thinking, feeling, sensing uh, stuff, uh, you know, any, any stuff, things, uh, pressing noise you know whatever is it i don't know sometimes i'm always like geez should i should i be too vague or too specific because uh, everybody's kind of going on their own journey and i think one, one of the things is is this a lot of people listen to this podcast for a lot of different reasons but we can all relate in some some people and sort of some people this is the day, daytime when they listen but the the, the term a deep dark night because that's what I'm trying to send my voice across a try I, w- I want to think of a witty word to come after try but because I'm sending it across the metaphorical deep dark night I'm sending it across the uh, oh boy I already screwed it up because I forgot what the other one was uh, the deep dark night the figurative uh, I say figurative and metaphorical are pretty cool okay well pretty close in the same aren't the same I guess we got to get rid of track because I'm trying to send it across the deep, dark night, which uh, is also uh, like a broader metaphor for my internal critic who's sitting here right with me every moment. He's a wonderful internal critic. I say, okay, thanks for Durant. You see, well, that's why you don't mess with your internal critic. You just keep going. That's why you talk about things in a figurative manner. Okay, well, I'm not trying to have any kind of uh, confrontations in this uh, opening. Because we're all just here to send our voices across the deep, dark night, even though the listeners are only hearing one voice. Can we just, you know, let's, let's get a group hug going here. I don't need to quad my brain or try it. I, I say, I'm bringing, bringing, hey, figurative, come on over here. Figurative, deep, dark night, come on in. Uh, metaphorical, not deep, dark night, come on over here internal critical critical deep dark night can i just call you that that's a shorter version and uh, it will pat you on the back you know not everybody can be a critic 24 uh, 7 uh however many days i've been with you know whenever i became kind you know i wonder when you we we've talked about that before when did you pop into existence uh but i wanted to rail the opening here i just want to say you're all doing a very darn good job because uh, I really say I'm as fallible, fallible, you know, that we're, fa- I'm as, uh, as they come, you know, I'm not perfect, far from it. And you all have to grapple with me. And I can see you two, you're so similar, you're like the twin, the uh, figurative metaphorical twins. Uh, yeah, no, that doesn't work. You're right. The metaphors, uh, sim- we're simile, simile. Like the deep dark night, come on over, get over here. I love making the cheap simile jokes. Uh, sorry, simile, I even let you down a little bit. Is there a word simulian? Because I think, uh, you know, a simulian, that was a simulian attempt at a simile. That was like, <laughs> I don't, I, if, I, if, I, if I had a tiny bit more wit, I wouldn't be able to make a sleep podcast simile. So we're all just doing our best here in the deep, dark night. That's what I was trying to tell the listeners, too. So you can all hang out. Yeah, just hang. Okay, you don't believe me. Remember, it's been a while since I had nighttime treats. For all of you, uh, you know, deep, dark night uh, stand-ins, uh, representatives. You're right. You're not stand-ins. You're representatives. Stand-ups. And, but sit down for now because i got to get back to the listeners. Uh, sorry about that. I got interrupted by, you know, 
uh, the stuff that the stuff of the podcast. Uh, the uh, but it, so you know, there's a bunch of different reasons why people can't sleep, and uh, by trying not to listen to them, I somehow got directly engaged with some of my own. But I think like what is relatable to a lot of people, whether it's the daytime or the nighttime, uh, whether you're on second shift, third shift, or regular shift, uh, or you know you're tr- you're trying to take a nap in your car, you're getting poked by a stick shift, whatever it is. I think a lot of us can relate to that feeling right right in those gaps between deep and dark and night, uh, the gaps that fill up with thoughts, that fill up with feelings. Uh, that, that when we, you know, a lot of times we're striving for meaning, whether we know it or not. And, and then that, those, uh, those little deep, dark night, night gullies, you, you say, oh boy, all of a sudden you're trying to, you're getting this profound meaning about your life and it's not necessarily good. And sometimes it can feel so real. And sometimes it could just be a microscopic version of that. Like just, just, geez, uh, where the hell did I put my car keys? Uh. And then you can't get to sleep. So I guess if you're new here, what the podcast does is I send my voice across the deep, dark night. You know, that's been stated once or twice already uh, to take your mind off of stuff. That's what the safe place is. I'm going to take your mind off stuff. You can rest here. All your brain parts. I call them brain bots sometimes. Tonight I'm calling them. Uh, well, I guess brain bots is still the wittiest term I've come up with. And uh, yeah, thank you. Internal critics just said I've used witty three times. I said, you got it. Won't be using that again because uh, my face, I'm blushing. And I'm not kidding either. He said, geez, uh, say, can you can you experience mild embarrassment during your own? I said, yeah, you can. Um, uh, but the whole idea of this podcast is to distract you from whatever it is that's keeping you up. Like, you don't have to take me seriously. Uh, I don't take myself seriously, but but I do take the business of making this podcast very seriously. And so somehow that balances out. But I'll, So I'll be here. I'm going to be telling a story. Uh, get through this intro for, you know, I'll explain the podcast. I'll over, I, I like over-explaining. Because uh, then it gives you permission to listen less, and, and then as the podcast goes on, you you might listen a, lot, a little bit less and more. And, you know, just see, see if that'll shut. You know, th- that might even you know instantly cut. Did he just say less more? Yeah, I remember less more. He was. I think that there was a. I never. I didn't realize it till just now. I think there was a paint shop in Syracuse called Less Moors. And you see, that's either brilliant or just you know. Whatever they call that, synchronicity. Less Moore's paints. I don't know. I guess there's nothing. It can't come up with anything that good there. And I did not use the W word. So uh, you don't have to take me seriously. You can kind of listen. But I'm going to try to take your mind off of stuff. I brought treats for all the parts of you that are, you know, I got sugared melatonin. I've got a frosty, free-dried. Free dried and freeze dried uh, chamomile, and, uh, and, and as you believe me, it's 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 as light as a feather. I don't know what else I have. Lavender pops, of course. What do you? I don't know what else I have. I have lavender pops. You see, what's a lavender pop? Scoots. I'd say, well, use your imagination, because that's, that's that's where my lavender pops are manufactured. 
Yeah, they're uh, they're on a, a stick, which actually isn't a stick, because what could be less bed friendly than a stick? They're on a stick of air, uh, frosted and frozen, with only the gentlest uh, uh, florals of uh, lavender, the essences of lavender, the distillations, but combined with a uh, sweet ambrosia. Uh, which I still, I still am not clear on what ambrosia is. I mean, I know when people bring it to a party, it's, it's, it's pudding with, or no, no, it's jello with uh, marshmallows in there, I think. Or it's got, maybe it's cool, uh, or whatever that is, non-dairy topping. I think like maybe part of my gray matter is, is that like a, like non-dairy topping mixed with some, you know, like brain cells that said, you know, they, that checked out, you know, they, they said, we'll just whip it up with some non-dairy topping. Never should have gone into that, uh, you know, I said, hey, hey, doc. He said, well, I'm not a doctor, my friend. I'm a, a scientist. And I said, well, he's just got this brain thing going. And he said, oh, tell me more. And he said, could I, do, 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 would you like to see my laboratory? It's uh, sponsored by Cool Whip uh, dairy, Non-Dairy Topping. And this was back when, you know, not, you know, b- b- before people were really aware of lactose intolerance. So he was way ahead of the curve. But I do believe he did replace my brain. Well, he didn't really replace it, but just a part of it. He just whipped it together like that ambrosia, but it was, you know, gray matter. And a non, you know, non-dairy topping, brain, brain, and brain, 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 sometimes I try to do, sometimes the words come right together. Uh, but anyway, the podcast is a little bit silly, not too serious. It's a sleep offering. And what that means is you can fall asleep. You don't have to fall asleep. You can listen. I'll be here all the way to the end, uh, giving it my all. Uh, but you don't need to. You can always listen tomorrow. Or you say, well, it's just wicked. You know, it's like a, this guy says he's got a, dairy, a, dairy, a brain that's 40% non No, well, I guess you're right. It's not 40% non-dairy topping uh, because, you know, it's mixed in. So you say, yeah, maybe it's good, but it's so whipped, you know, it creates a little more mass or... Uh, I guess mass is the wrong word. It takes up more space. So my brain still balances it back out, I think. But so, uh, what was my point there? You get, oh, my point was you don't have to take me seriously. You, you could listen again, or some people, you just you fall asleep when you fall asleep. There'll be two more episodes this week. They try to keep things uh, familiar, but always a variety of stuff. Uh, but all, all to put, put you asleep. I guess I got really distracted for the third or fourth time when I was thinking about those lavender pops. And they started talking about ambrosia. So you can see, if you even if you've tried to follow my logic, it's, you know, it's, it's, it just does not commute, compute. does not compute. It does help commute you, you know, across the threshold from wake to sleep. Uh, but the main message is I'm glad you're here. Uh, I, I appreciate you stopping by, especially if you're skeptical, totally sensible reaction. You say, well, okay, Wait, so this guy makes a podcast to put people to sleep with, with hypnosis or what kind of pseudoscience does he practice?
And they say, they, they say, well, he claims he's a Similean. I don't know what school of science that is. It's, and then someone else replies, mad, that's mad science. Uh, he's trying, he's trying to, uh, he's trying to, uh, like, uh, deconstruct similes. They say, okay. He, and then you realize that person's in on it with me. He said, that, that's not, that's the, still the, the guy that makes a podcast. And, it's like, and then you say, well, you're still, you say, what did, how would you deconstruct a simile anyway? It's only the kind of madness a man with a, a non-dairy topping based brain can come up with. Uh, cause just think, I mean, just think about the, I guess, cause I, I can't lose this non-dairy, cause who the heck came up with that non-dairy? You see, could you come up with a name more clinical? Uh, then, I mean, because Coolip's a pretty good name. Is that, but actually, I think that might be, is that the mayonnaise, the non dairy mayonnaise, or the non dairy based dessert topping? You say, geez, you say, okay, come up with a sweet name, and then the generic name will be just so lame. Or they'll be like, cool whip, oh boy. I, I get probably the result of a lawsuit. You say, oh boy, I need some more of that cool whip. Must be good for me. And then at some point they said, well, you got to actually tell them what's in there. Or what is it exactly? I guess, yeah, it's probably, you're right, it was probably the uh, the, the, mil- the milk barons said, uh, the dairy barons, excuse me. And they said, well, we want to, you know, the result was, uh, they said, come up with, and they said, well, okay, let's come up with the most clinical basis and non-dairy-based topping because we want them to, you know, Anyway, I guess I I always try to avoid offending lobbying groups, but luckily this is far enough in that, you know, they just say he's a simile and they can't even deconstruct his simile. I say, well, I just pull a like an ass out of there. And they say, well, that's destroying a simile. Deconstructing a simile is much different business. And I say, well, okay, excuse me, uh, freaking uh, metaphor, metaphorian, uh, and realize, you know, we had to be on different sides of the fence, uh, a proverbial fence, if you get my meaning. Hey, so, 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 and sometimes I just heap on this lunacy. I don't know. I guess I'm goofed. I'm goofing around. Uh, you know, mildly funny, mildly entertaining. That's my goals. Uh, but actually, that's that's about it. I'm glad you're here. That's what I was going to say. I mean, if you're skeptical, totally appreciate that. Totally makes sense. I appreciate you stopping by, and I really hope I really earned to help you fall asleep, all right? Uh, housekeeping. I want to thank uh, Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful podcast. Make sure you check that out. He does uh, the editing for this episode and the theme music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our, on our, on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann, who does the lullabies, and he's at uh, jonathanmann.net if you'd like to commission a song from him for a special occasion or a loved one, uh, go for it. Uh, we have a Facebook group, the listeners do, and I want to thank the moderators over there. It says sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. And moderating over there are Summer, Sarah, Lydle I, Jennifer B., Julie C., and Laura, uh, B to the S to the R. And then we have a subreddit over sleepinmepodcast.com slash reddit. I want to thank Latitude and Joe, who's been active over there. And I think that's it. Let's keep the program going. <laughs>